Welcome to the Brunch with Mamas podcast, where we spill the tea on all things motherhood. I'm Elizabeth, a Canadian Olympian, generally living in Austria, and mama to Hurricane Hendricks. And I'm Nicole, a tea-drinking, donut-obsessed, registered nurse, and mama to baby Aubrey. We want to bring you the unscripted, realness, rawness, and humor in motherhood. Join us weekly as we sit down for brunch with seasoned mothers and professionals who share their tips and tricks. Because our goal is for you to feel less alone on this wild ride we call motherhood. Hello. Welcome to episode two of the Brunch with Mamas podcast. Yes, welcome. It's been an interesting week for us. I think it's been an interesting week for like the all of us for like the last two years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, and interesting inter- words don't work. Interesting, one hundred and four weeks we should say. And you know, like we've been talking back and forth this week, and there's a lot of stressors involved right now. Social media is so consuming; it's so draining. And I don't know. Like I know myself, I'm struggling with it, and. I think it's important that we can be as real with our listeners as possible that, you know, it's sometimes important just to mute those people on social media or just take a break from it as a whole. And I think even more in the forefront of our minds, obviously the pandemic has been super difficult for us. And just as we're on social media, it's so draining and it's so difficult to see uh, the extremisms, uh, unfortunately, that has come from this, and it's so disheartening. And we were just talking about it earlier this week, the kind of tools that we have to use to be able to save our sanity in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I know I texted you. I was feeling pretty overwhelmed just with um, kind of the overwhelm that you get left with after being on social media and seeing our world just divide even further. Um with, like you said, both extreme opinions on either side of it. And sometimes it's just hard to know. I don't know. It, it, it just leaves you with a lot of thoughts and a lot of uncertainty. uncertainty and, and I think hurt. Like, I, I don't like seeing, obviously, this divide between different people on varying uh, topics. And it's yeah. really really unfortunate on social media because you can hide behind that keyboard totally and and there's some pretty nasty things that get thrown around there's a lot of misinformation there's a lot of information even uh and it's hard to decipher what's even true and what's an opinion or what's a scientific fact or things like this and i think too i think a lot of people the intention is maybe just to have some healthy discussions about it. But like you said, we can hide behind a keyboard and sometimes our responses to someone's opinion might not be as respectful as they should be. And obviously we should be treating everyone with kindness and respect, but I think it's easy for people to get carried away on social media. And that's where you kind of get feeling like, Oh, I don't feel so good. I, I like you said, hurt uncertainty, overwhelm, all those words, anger, frustration, mm-hmm. fatigue, fatigue, all, all of the things, like it's exhausting. And and one yeah, of the trickiest things like with social media is when you're typing it to someone is tone gets lost. Yeah. It can, you can try to make it as respectful as possible, but 
it's so interesting when you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram and people decide to go at it over whatever. And it's like, first of all, you don't know each other. So, okay. You're probably not going to change that person's perspective, regardless if you have energy. It's a total waste of energy. Yet I'll sit there at night, just like scrolling through the comments being like, oh my gosh, and getting like more and more worked up. And I had said to you, I've muted people just so they don't even pop up anymore. I'll still like remain friends with them or whatever, mute them for 30 days. But that's a tool that I've had to add, unfortunately, during this time. I think it's true too how you say like you you lose the tone when you're typing something out. So not even the intention of the writer gets lost, but also the way it's perceived from the reader um, can kind of get mixed up really easily. So depending on what your perspective is in the beginning, like, and then you read something, you can take it a certain way just because of- I remember like a while ago, you had posted something on Instagram and I responded back and I was like, yeah, and we, I, I mean, initially it was like we had opposing views, mm-hmm. but then once you kind of understood my place and why I posted what I posted, then the context of it made more sense. And I mean, ultimately, we're still friends. So, well, exactly. But that's the thing is, you <laughs> We've don't have very respectful conversations about of, it, of course, but you don't always when you see these, you don't always see the other person's perspective. You don't have the opportunity to reach out for them. And you you have to really be aware when you're posting something, what is the context? What is the timing? What is my emotional status when I'm posting it? Am I pissed for some reason? Am I super angry? Do I need a snack? Yeah. How much sleep did I just get? Yeah. Exactly. And so I think it's important for us to take a tally, like before we post on social media, let's think, like, take a second, think, is it really necessary? What's my purpose? Why yeah, are let's say you're not, exactly, you're not, you're most likely not changing other people's opinions. So ultimately, it might just be a waste of energy. Totally. And I think it can affect mental health. I mean, we're coming off of Bell Let's Talk Day, which is a huge thing in Canada, surrounding mental health, the importance of talking about it. And I know for myself, like I struggle with mental health situations and I'm super thankful um, that Bell even created this day. It gives an opportunity for us to talk about it. But if you get so immersed in that social media lie, it's really easy for it to affect that mental health. Yeah. And it helps. I like you're a mental health nurse. Like this is an area that you. Well, so that's something because I am a mental health nurse and because I'm exposed to it. Like it, mental health is something that is a part of my life all the time. It's not just when you are either that person going through it yourself or have that one friend that's going through it or through that season mm-hmm. of their life. Mm-hmm. For me, because I'm working in it, I'm seeing the toll that it takes on the person and the family, but I'm also seeing the success of it and what happens when we talk about it and when people are able to get the help they need. I'm able to see all sides of it. And I know for me personally, I was feeling some frustration towards Bell Let's Talk Day because from my perspective, it's like, why is it just one day? Mm-hmm. It should be let's talk every day. Yep. And it's frustrating that the media can hype it up to just be this one day where people feel safe to be, feel, whoa, words aren't working, where people feel safe to be vulnerable and share their stories. And uh, from my perspective, that should be every day. And I hope, I hope when people are around me, they feel safe enough to to be open and vulnerable with me every day and not just on one bell let's talk day once a year. 
Definitely. And I think uh, we like to keep that facade that everything is fine. Yeah. You, you ask people all the time, how are you doing? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, my, my most recent, when people ask well, me how I'm scared for the answer though. Yeah. My not most... only are we scared to respond honestly, but as the person asking, sometimes you don't want to hear the real answer. Exactly. It's true. So obviously I live a large time in Europe and people don't ask how you're doing unless they really legitimately want to know how you are doing. So my perspective on that has changed a bit too, is I'm not going to ask the question unless I'm ready to hear the answer. Right. So it's genuinely asked as opposed to just small talk. Well, questions without tact can be harmful. Mm -hmm. Like what's your purpose? Like, are you just checking a box because that's what everyone around you does and asks how's it going or are you genuinely interested in that person and we live in such a busy time that if you don't have time to ask and hear the full story don't ask just say hi like gotta go whatever see you later hope you're doing fine it's yeah it's a it's a fine balance right now i totally agree and i think it's important to like you said to continue this mental health conversation and when people ask me recently, how's it going? Because I've been a season that's not the funnest, I respond exceptionally medium. It's <laughs> a good answer. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. It's yeah. not bad. It could be worse, but... <laughs> but I'm yeah. just in that middle ground, and there's yeah. no reason for me to say, fine, good, whatever, because I'm like, that's such bull crap. That's a lie. I, I don't need to do that. That's yeah. It also doesn't really open the conversation, which is also nice. It just is like, oh, okay. I know for me personally, I fall into trouble because, and this is my own deficit and I'm aware of it, but I am sometimes hesitant to say how I really am because I don't want to take away from someone else's experience. So for example, mm -hmm. I mean, being a new mom, still kind of in early postpartum days, if someone asks me how I'm doing or like how sleep is going, I'm quite quickly going to give you a very generic answer because I don't want to make my experience any worse or better than someone else's. And I know that's my own deficit because I ultimately can't, I, I, I'm not responsible for other people's feelings, but I know I do that with myself. So I will often um, play small and give you a very generic answer and not really celebrate my wins or um, kind of take you in on my challenges either, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it does make sense, but maybe I, I think I know the answer to this, but maybe I don't. Do you have a core though, like someone that you can be super honest with, where yes. if they ask yes. you how you're, how you're doing, you can be, you know what, it's crappy right right yeah. or I'm exhausted or whatever it could be and I think it's so important to have that core group yeah and no, then you're, you're super right about that but I think back to social media it just goes to show you how much we can hide behind the keyboard completely and you see everyone's posts on Instagram and it's the highlight reel I mean yeah. you're pretty good at bringing the realness I try to, but even then, like I, like I said, I, I'm playing small. Like I, I'm more likely to show you, I suppose, some of my struggles than I am my triumphs. And that's not real either because we do have good days over here. And unfortunately, I'm the last one to celebrate them. And I need to do better at that. Well, it's tricky. Like, I mean, as an athlete, 
I kind of am conditioned almost to celebrate those small wins mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if first call best exactly yeah. and yeah. and that's like okay sweet Hendrix didn't wake up every two hours it was every three hours I'm like yes that's a win <laughs> and then maybe it's not or we started potty training yesterday and he took a tiny pee pee on the toilet it's like yeah good job here's your chocolate that's your prize for what you did later on he pooped his pants but hey it's it's the little wins uh, yeah. and it's it's having that group i think where you can be completely honest with when when things are going well or things are going poorly yeah and i think like your your point of view though is a good mindset to be in where I mean, the potty training is a good example. Yes, you had a little pee-pee in the toilet. Someone could could focus on that, and that's a super positive thing. Or mm-hmm. someone else might focus on pooping his pants, and then... It's done. Oh, it's- it, yeah, like, so, but that's a perfect example of how it completely changes the way you look at that situation. Definitely. And if you I were to... really choose to look at the, the cup half full or half empty. <laughs> completely. Yeah. And it's super tricky, so... When they do post on social media, I could post, oh, Hendrix pooped his pants. Or I could post, oh, Hendrix went pee-pee on the toilet. And yeah. it's like, it can, I can do, oh, mom win, he, he peed on the toilet. Or, oh, yeah. mom fail, he pooped his pants. And it's literally yeah. was 45 minutes between each other. Yeah, the same day. Exactly. So it's, it's this weird, fun, it's, social media is crazy. Our parents didn't have to deal with it when they yeah. were raising these children and these children, us. Uh, and it's it's very distracting and it can be very very harmful and it can do so much good yeah like well and I think I think when you when you brought up kind of having tools in your toolkit and how you deal with some of this I think that's a perfect example is you can use social media to be a positive influence in your life or Mm -hmm. you can let it be kind of a toxic space where it drains you and it makes you question like your own beliefs and more blah 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 like you could you could go down a big rabbit hole of negativity Mm -hmm. or you can use it to lift you up and connect with like-minded people and yeah so it can go both ways and I think it's important to be mindful of how you are using social media for that reason and I think it's super important that you edit like consistently if if you're not liking what someone's posting block like mute them if you yeah. don't want to unfollow them or just unfollow them, you don't yeah. need that in your life. You have your own goals. You have your own dreams. And if those people are not helping build towards that, they're a distraction. Yeah, exactly. And it's very difficult to do that. So maybe it's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it may be, or even in real life. It could I've be had that too. And maybe you just like, don't go out for supper with those friends mm-hmm. for a while and just kind of let, let whatever the current um topic in media is to blow over because that's the thing is nothing really lasts forever either no and unfortunately this uh pandemic has lasted much longer than we all would have ever hoped <laughs> and it's becoming this normal but it's interesting if there's something to fight about there's always these fights yeah and it's over some things that uh make no sense to me um, and yeah. it's been recently brought to rebrought to our attention, I would say, the necessity to get clean water for Canadians. That's what we should be fighting for. Yeah, it's 2022. Why is that so an issue? Like, this is where our energy should go towards. This is where our finances should go towards. And it's yeah. so important that we band together as a nation. Yeah. We're Canada, for goodness sakes. 
<laughs> right? Like, let's, yeah. let's push this. It's almost like we're in the middle of like a messy divorce and mm -hmm. it's like the two parents and they're, they're fighting in front of like us kids. And it's like, we can, we can do better here. Like there's, yes, it's okay to have different opinions and yes, it's okay to have conflict, but there's a way to do it in a respectful way and in a way that isn't going to um, be harmful to the next generation. And currently that's kind of where I'm sitting is just my concern and worry for the next generation and this kind of, disaster it feels like we're creating for them definitely and i think it's important that i mean as we kind of get dragged into these things to keep an open mind too so whether we are fully set on what we believe or things like this it's important to see both sides of the story and absolutely and with that being said it's important to know you're allowed to pivot on your decision mm -hmm. or on your on your belief system definitely um there's no as you, as you learn more information or as you hear a different perspective, it is a hundred percent okay to say, Oh, I didn't know that. Like, I'm going to look at that differently now, or Oh, like, that's a good perspective. I never mm -hmm. thought of that. I think that's part of being a human is that we learn from other people's um, perspectives. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it, it's just the ability to grow and to grow and the ability to change your way of thinking, mm -hmm. I think is important in all this. Cause if we continue to stay rigid, that's kind of where the dangers of this extremism happens, I think. Definitely. And like, I always say, you don't know what you don't know. That's true too. So there's no shame when someone brings a point to the table and you're like, Oh crap. Yeah. And realize that was a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that does change my perspective on whatever whatever it may be. Actually, I have an experience with this recently. A friend of mine who's a part of the LGBTQ community, we got talking and I just said, how can I be a better ally? Obviously, I'm CIS female, whatever. I was like, okay, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand the specific thing. And he brought up a situation, and I forget what it's exactly called, but it's believing that the normal or the status quo is being straight. Hmm. And I thought that was a very interesting thing because he said. So well, almost being so close minded mm -hmm. that the range of normalcy can only be that one option. Yeah. Yeah. Where your sexual preference in this scenario is potentially hugely, but it's only normal to be straight. And so there's the, there's the uh, conversation therapy. There's a whole bunch of different things that try and change this. And he had have experience in this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea this was a thing. And it- You don't know what you don't know until you don't know it. Exactly. And it's an unintentional bias. Because yeah. I was like, actually, that's, if I think about myself, I'm like, yeah, that's where I would go to too. I'd be like, yep, straight is where you start. It's like, oh no no yeah and then but also this comes down to i think perspectives that have been passed down and ingrained into us from many many generations and unfortunately that means that it's not an easy fix like it's not an easy an easy thing to just switch the narrative on i think as a society we're getting better we're getting more open about it we're we're asking those questions like how can i be an ally so Hopefully that's going to help with the future generations to even be more open-minded than our current generation is. So yes. we're on the right path, but we're nowhere near where we could be. 
And I think it's inten- we have to be intentional with this because yeah. I could have just gone along with my life, not as- asking him the question that I had and yeah. just, okay, I'm not really sure. I've tried to Google, tried to figure it out, whatever. And if you don't have like the courage to be like, hey, I don't get this. Can you help me understand? We're not yeah. going to grow. And there's no shame in being like, I don't understand. Yeah. Help. Like, it's fine. I don't know. I was not good in school. You know this. And when you're in school, you're ashamed to ask. Oh, the oh, hold on, Elizabeth. You weren't bad in school. You just didn't go to school. <laughs> True. I just didn't <laughs> much school. Due to sport and other related things. Uh, lunch, mainly. Going out for lunch or whatever. Anyways. Extended lunches. <laughs> but if I didn't. Period long lunch breaks. <laughs> I found school optional sometimes. Don't, I don't suggest that for people. I graduated by the skin of my teeth anyways. But when I was in it, in classes, I was always scared to put my hand up and ask, I don't get what you're talking about. And that's just so ingrained in you from school. Maybe there's people that were brave and asked yeah. questions that oh, as you grow as an adult, it's like, wait a second. I don't know poop about nursing yeah like I don't know anything and so if there's a medical emergency I'm not gonna be like yeah I know what to do here it's so true I'm I don't know if I'll ever be able to get through a podcast without relating this to my birth experience (laughs) but um this is very similar to like so when I first found out I was pregnant I kind of felt like oh I'm a nurse like I've been through nursing school we had a whole module on (laughs) Um, labor and delivery and like babies and stuff like I know what I'm doing like I know all about this or at least uh, nothing yeah. nursing school teaches you nothing and I mean I had to seek to understand different perspectives mm-hmm. and by doing so I was able to um, completely 180 my my viewpoint on childbirth mm-hmm. but if I didn't do that I would have been kind of led down the straight and narrow of like mainstream birth norms and back yeah yeah that was because I had an open mind and the curiosity and desire to seek to understand other perspectives so I think it's applicable to all aspects of our lives I mean whether we're talking about the divide going on with stuff related to the pandemic or Mm -hmm. um, whatever it is like it's applicable anywhere and I think it's just a really healthy mindset to have if you can get yourself there definitely and it's so important that we keep learning as, as long as we have the opportunity to we should yeah. do yeah learning and i in sport of course it's easy you'll you'll compare it to your birth story every time i'll compare something to sport, sport. um but i always say you got tools in your toolbox And you're just always adding to them. So when we say maybe you need to mute that person or unfriend them, that's a tool in your toolbox. Okay, maybe I need to put limits on my social media. Okay, we add that. Or do you have that core group where you can be as honest and real as possible with? And I think the only the only thing to be careful of is if if one of your tools in the toolkit is something that ends up putting you in like isolation and you don't want to isolate yourself to the point where you're not communicating your needs and getting kind of the social interactions you need. So I think that's a dark place that people end up to by trying to avoid social media. I don't know. It's, it's tricky. It's a fine balance, but I think it is important to know that 
I mean, social ba- social media isn't all evil. There's definitely a lot of good that comes out of it and definitely. positioning yourself in a way that you're exposed to that good. Totally. And I don't know. Easier said than done, maybe. It is tricky because so I like there's a flip to every side because social media can be so isolating at the same time. Mm-hmm. You see all these people hanging out. Not so much right now, obviously. <laughs> and if you do, it's like should you be doing that? <laughs> yeah. And anyways, but then you can be like, man, why wasn't I invited to X, Y, Z or yeah. whatever it may be? And it's really, it is a really tricky and fine balance, but it's so important that you're intentional with these actions. You're intentional when you go on Instagram. Am I just mindlessly scrolling? Yeah. Or like, am I looking for something? There's, I mean, great resources on social media as totally. well. Totally. Yeah buy and sells like whatever it may be but it's so important that you're so respectful of people because everyone's in a battle you know nothing about yeah I think more of the story here is just be kind yep and intentional with your actions because you never know how it's going to affect or trickle down to somebody else definitely and when we we were talking about it earlier this week and you said it's just so difficult and it's hard and it's sad and it's things like this and I said it's important to basically fill your news feed with people that are going in a similar direction to you yeah you want to find those people that are going to encourage you to what's next and what's better and make you the better Nicole make me a better Elizabeth so that in six months we're like yeah we made some good progress we took some good personal yeah so basically from basically our responsibility then is to be to be limiting or cutting out those distractions definitely yeah and it's it's a constant thing um one of the things i've gone through is like cleaning up your desktop because i had a million things all over my home screen i should probably do that exactly and i was like oh maybe maybe or apps on your phone you don't oh god Right. So I keep getting the notification on my phone that my storage is almost full. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's mostly due to pictures. And I'm sure you can guess that a billion of them are either my dogs or my baby. And yep. they're all basically the same, just a millisecond apart. But i that's me digressing. That has nothing to do with this conversation. But <laughs> No, but it's managing those distractions, yeah. right? It, yeah, it, yeah. It fills up your phone. It fills up your computer. Uh, another good thing to be on top of is unsubscribing from emails. How many emails do you yes. get that are just like, buy this or buy that? And it's like, well, I don't need that. Yeah. I'm not in that stage of my life right now. Okay. And they just pile up. Like, actually, I can see, oh, I don't have my emails open right now, but it's probably like 20,000 emails. <laughs> that I have. Oh, I wish it was 20,000. Oh, that's super embarrassing. It is 57,000 emails. Uh, See, at that point, it's easier just to start a whole new email account. (laughs) And I have done that. Uh, There's only like 4,000 in that one. But it's important that as we're growing as humans, as mothers or or whatever, we're we're figuring out where we kind of want to go with our lives as well. Yeah. Finding those teammates totally and like to circle back like in terms of motherhood like I think that's a really good point when you're exposing yourself to different opinions on how to raise your child for example Mm -hmm. 
become really confusing as a mother to remember what's right or wrong. So I think it's even more important to be surrounding yourself with, I want to say like-minded people, but at the same time, it is nice to see others' opinions Mm -hmm. in case you want to pivot, but just having that safe space where you can feel free with your own values and beliefs and feel supported and I don't know. It's easier said than done. I'm still working on this right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to think of a different word than like-minded um, because you're right. It's so important to get those different perspectives and those views. Well, and- I think that's where, where growth can happen, right? We don't know that there's a different way until we're, um, until it's brought to our attention. So if we only stuck with like-minded people, then we're only going to be like those people. Definitely. I, ben, I my husband told me the other day, he's like, uh, you know, the saying where it's like, look at you, uh, you want to know where you're going to be in five years? Look at the friend group you hang out with. Yeah. And it is true. It's totally true. Like, cause it's, it's hard to do something outside our comfort zone or even worse outside the box that our close friend group expects us to, to stay yeah. inside of. Yeah. That's hard. That's definitely something I'm experiencing right now. Um, and your yeah. identity is kind of wrapped in in that box totally. that they created for you. And I'm it, sure you can relate to that too. Is like, uh-huh. yeah, that identity and fitting into those check boxes, and um, then it goes to be like, what others are thinking of you, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's challenging. And it's but it's also easy uh, to stay in that box in that monotonous, you just do the same thing. Okay. I'm an athlete. This is what I do. Okay. You're a nurse. This is what you do. And it's like, Oh, it's not as fulfilling as I would really like. Right. It might not be fulfilling. It might not actually be bringing you joy anymore. Mm -hmm. It might actually be kind of a toxic situation for you. Um, basically you always need the opportunity to grow. So whatever you're doing, (laughs) position yourself in a way that, you have permission to pivot. You're supported in those pivots. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think like, so if you were, I mean, you're telling me about your new blog and things like this, and I have no concerns about this is the direction you should go. But I think as a friend, if I did have concerns, I'd be like, okay, what's your purpose in this? Which we've talked about this anyways. Where where do you want to go with this? Why is your reasoning? And if you can come up with great answers, whether I think it's the best idea or not, I'm going to support you. Totally. Yeah. But it's important to have those people that can ask those difficult questions. Yeah. Well, and not only is it, 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 it helps you, I think as the person that is quote unquote pivoting, mm-hmm. it helps you really align some of your decision-making with your core values and beliefs like when someone starts kind of challenging you on what you're doing it really allows you to dig deep and be like why am i doing this and again that might be another reason to pivot altogether or it might just help you kind of stay in that direction you're heading but i don't know it is it's good it's good to have people in your life that do things like that exactly (laughs) and those conversations aren't always easy no but i i would argue they're quite healthy they're super valuable. And I I can distinctly remember a conversation I had with a school friend of ours when I was dating someone. And she said, you know, I don't think this person's for you. I I really don't think it's a good match. And I was like, obviously head over heels, like, oh, this person's amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, anyways, the relationship ended. And I remember going back to her and being like, 
I am so thankful that you said this to me. You put our friendship in jeopardy because you cared so much about me. And I thought that was very powerful. And I said to her, like, in the conversation originally, I was like, you know, regardless of what happens, I think we're going to stay together, but I appreciate you saying this to me. Mm-hmm. And so as a friend, you got to have those difficult conversations sometimes too. Yeah. Well, and, and, but again, I think always, if you're that friend that is quote unquote challenging another friend on something, I think it's important to be mindful of where your intention is, mm-hmm. right. And what your mm-hmm. motives are. And if it's in the best interest of that friend, then by all means, like it's probably good to maybe say something and, and explain what you're feeling. But if your mm-hmm. motive is something different, well, then kindness comes first and maybe shut your mouth. <laughs> well, exactly. And it depends on your relationship with the person too. Like, yeah. are you just like a fringe friend and you're yeah. just saying that just to be a poo? Yeah, like, exactly. That's different. Or like in your example, are they saying it because they like that guy too? And it's their motive to get you to, to break up. Like that's obviously completely different. And that wasn't the case no. in this example, but yeah. But it's so tricky because you have to be intentional with what you say and you have to think about others' intentions on what they have said to you. Like, is this growing? Like, is this helping me grow or is it pulling me back? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... It's all, it's all a big spectrum of, of things that we have to deal with right now. And it's really, I think we really can drive this point in today. It's put your mental health first and have these conversations every single day. Mm-hmm. Find that core group around you and don't isolate yourself. Like you're not crazy for these feelings or thoughts or emotions that are going through your mind, head, whatever. Yeah. It's important to learn to I name it. If you're listening to this right now and thinking, oh, that sounds so easy, but Nicole Elizabeth, I don't have a core group, then we can be your core group. Please do not hesitate to slide into our DMs. We will be that core group for you. Definitely. <laughs> it, like We have these growth mindsets. We want you to be better. We want yeah, we want to see you succeed. There's no reason why I would want to hold you back from something, whether we know you or not. Let's let's help you. Absolutely. It's so I hope fun. you feel heard and listened to while you're listening to us because we see you and mm-hmm. we are cheerleading you on and wanting the best for every single one of you. And we've been there. We've been you as well. We've been in those difficult positions, felt very isolated, very alone. And we want to make sure you have the opportunity to not feel like that because you deserve that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we can go on for this conversation because it truly does apply to almost every aspect of our lives. But I think... Yeah, I don't know. It's just been weighing heavy on our hearts with everything that's going on in the world right now and just a lot of emotions over the past week or two. So something that we wanted to talk about. Definitely. And don't be afraid to reach out to professional help as well. We will link some hotlines in our bio um, for this pod. And yeah, make sure you reach out if you need help. People want you to reach out. Yeah. We want you to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could say some really cheesy things right now and I'm holding back because <laughs> I did. I, I've been like full cheese ball. Um, 
yeah. no, but this is definitely coming from a place of genuine, not concern, but genuine, yeah. like, um, interest in how other people are doing and how other people are managing because I don't know, I think Elizabeth and I can both say that we have pretty strong support systems and we have pretty good core groups and we have those people to talk to. Yep. So even if the two of us feel like we're struggling at times, I mean, that, that must mean we're not alone. Totally. And like, so when crap hit the fan with my whole life in, in November, it was really interesting to see who was texting me consistently and just checking in because they knew I was going through this super, super hard time. And it's important that we also reach out to those that we know are going through difficult times too and be like, Hey, how's it going? You don't need, and with intention to listen, yeah, not intention to try and find out just information without responding. It's, it's important. We listen, we walk this journey together because it's difficult. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think we could probably end it at that today. <laughs> I mean, we covered a whole bunch of heavy bits. Um, go to our, our Instagram, the Brunch with Mamas podcast. Yeah, like handles at Brunch with Mamas. Like we said, you mm-hmm. can always message us. We are here to cheer you on. Definitely. We want to be on your team. <laughs> you have us in your corner. That's a promise. Even if we have different opinions on, you know what? And stuff. (laughs) All right. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye, friends. Bye-bye.